Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. Happy hump day! That's right, it's hump day. Dew is here, Jackie's here, I'm here, Lil Camper's here. We're all fucking here. We're all fucking here, I'm here too. Uh, I like to see how long you can go I know. before I can get a word in. And you know what, I did say Jackie's here. You did, yeah. so I think people knew. And I'm just so excited to be back in the studio. Back, back, back in the studio. studio. Oh, I like that better, ready? Yep. Back, back, back in the studio. You know, I actually think, I know people hate the singing, I don't wanna get into it. But <laughs> I do think like every time you and I sing, like you do get better at singing. Like where we started, to where we are now, like you are a much better singer. Thank you so much. I, I didn't know I was going to be showered with compliments this morning. That's what it, I do. It means so much to hear that from you. And I just wanted to say I'm so excited to be obviously back in the studio on a Wednesday mm-hmm. with Do-Do-Do celebrating hump day. It feels like the the nature is healing. The universe is, is aligning. I completely agree. There's so much, so much going on that got us here today. And as usual, it's so important that we acknowledge the space that we're currently in. So yes, it's hump day. Me and Theo have humped. Jackie will be doing the humping after. You also look so pregnant today. It's crazy. Like, can you just poke out your belly, show everyone? Yeah. I mean, without getting up, it's hard, but like. No, it's there. You can see? Yeah. Like, okay. I went away for a week and you can't, and like, you're pregnant. And it grew. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's what crazy. happens. No, totally. And also, I feel like, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, when you show up to the show, it's like the smallest your belly's going to be that day. It gets bigger as the day goes on. It gets bigger as I eat. Yeah. Yeah. Not like noticeably but I can notice it yeah um okay well we're back I'm so excited hope everyone enjoyed yesterday's podcast only episode I for one did enjoy it I enjoyed it if you were waiting for us to come back into the studio make sure to check out yesterday's episode because we left it all on the episode like, there was so much to unload there was so much to unload and I feel so good because up until we recorded I was just like thinking about Kim on SNL Kim yep. on SNL now it's like fresh tabula rasa what clean, clean slate that's what that means Say it again. Tabula rasa. I think it's Latin. Honestly. You never learned that term. I never learned Latin. No, but like, it's like a, uh, you know, a school ting. I prefer to speak gibberish. Idiga, idiga, lidiga, didigu. That means I love you. <laughs> okay. What was it called? Tabula rosa? Tabula rasa. I feel like no one's going to know what you're talking Ancient about. Ancient Greek philosophy. Is tabula rasa is the theory that individuals are born without built-in mental content and therefore all knowledge comes from experience or perception. Fresh plate. So like a clean slate. This isn't my plate. Tabula rasa. (laughs) This is not my tabula. (laughs) (laughs) We have an amazing show, you guys. It's hump day. Our spirits are high. Theo is here just injecting our veins in, you know, with delicious love. Mm -hmm. And also the pre-sale for my tour starts. Not like other girls. I'm going back on tour at the end of this year. Tickets go on sale on Friday, but... 
If you're a Patreon member, which hopefully most of you are, you get access to the presale. So the presale starts today at noon. If you're looking for the ticket links and the presale codes, they will be on patreon.com slash the morning toast or if you have the app all of them will be posted at noon eastern time today it is wednesday i'm so excited to see you guys on tour i'm very much looking forward to just like traveling seeing the gals again seeing you know the husbands being dragged um it's gonna be a, a tabula rosa event yeah it's gonna be amazing tour starts in december december 2nd i'm starting off in minneapolis which i just have to say like that was unplanned minneapolis is a great place yeah I had a fabulous time the last time I was there. And we went there for the Super Bowl. Yes, but and it was so fucking cold. Oh my God, it was so cold, but we still have a great time. But I've heard, I've heard that the Minneapolis summers are like something to say. But you're going in December. Yeah, so I'll bring my coat. So you didn't plan well for that. No, not at all. Um, but it's so, by the way, booking a tour after COVID is fucking impossible. Like everyone's competing for these venues. Everyone can, is competing for dates. Everyone wants a weekend. That's why it took me so long, but I actually think like I needed the time. I'm, I'm very I'm very pleased with how it's turned out. So I'm hitting up all the places. We're going to Florida, California, Atlanta, Houston, all the places. So check it out. It's called the Not Like Other Girls Tour. And tickets, if you're not a Patreon member, will be available on Friday. But there are limited VIP tickets because of COVID. So I just feel like it's better safe than sorry. It's good to keep that all in mind when you're logging on at 12 p.m. Eastern time to the Patreon to hit up the pre-sale. Totally. So that is my personal promotion for the day. I'll be done. I think I'll end it there. Also, we have an amazing show, you guys, because it's... Wednesday, but we are doing Dear Toasters because it was just too crazy yesterday. Claudia insisted. I insisted. We're going to do an abridged version because, you know, that's called compromise. Jackie doesn't like, like, if we happen to miss something on a Tuesday, she will wait till next Tuesday. For the most part, I agree with that, especially as it pertains to the TV recap segment. But Dear Toasters, like, what, we should go a whole week? That Why are we going to punish People are our... are waiting for our advice. They're waiting. And, you know, so I we're going to do two submissions today, not three. That way I feel like it's a good compromise. Okay, that's good. I feel good about that. Plus, we have so much to discuss today, just more news. I, have, I feel like I have a lot to share, but I also need to know, because you posted last night on your story that you finally watched Blended on the plane. I was just going to bring that up. Okay, I'm... I need to hear your review. I didn't even realize that I talk about it that much, but I do. Whenever we talk about people like getting married with kids, like you always bring up that movie. And I say they should watch it. And you know what? I didn't realize that like, I knew that the, the film was going to be about like a blended family, obviously, because it's called Blended. But I didn't know that like the, the concept of a blended family would be like the backbone of this film. Yeah. So let me just say, I absolutely adored the movie. I thought it was hysterical funny Bella Thorne was hysterical like the fact that like there his wife had passed away so Adam Sandler like just all of his kids he took them to their barber which made me laugh because when we were kids like one time our dad took Olivia and to, me and you mm -hmm. to his barber like for a haircut like dads just don't think they're just like haircut yeah Olivia came home <laughs> with an actual like I don't know a pyramid yeah it was a triangle haircut it was we yes. were all freaking. It looked like this. Yes. Oh my God. So when that was like why Bella Thorne's hair was like that, I was cracking up. So I loved the movie. I do have to say, it was almost ruined by the horrendous acting from Drew Barrymore. Like she should honestly be embarrassed. Like it was her worst work yet by far. She was giving me community theater. Her acting was so unbelievably bad, but a few things saved it. One, Adam Sandler is like so endearing and so charming. And it was just, you know, like he like probably like, he was just great. Wendy McClendon Covey, if she's in a film or a TV show, like A plus, like I'm watching it. She was hysterical. Agreed. And then Shaq was there. Mm -hmm. It was just 
family fun for all. With a beautiful message, but it was also like so funny. And it just, I feel like it's just so much better than it, they probably set out for it to be. Yeah. And like, I don't think it's regarded as like, you know, there's Adam Sandler went through like this stage where he just made like the most amazing movies like Spanglish and Click. Like, and he is. Click. What? Is an amazing movie. That's like probably his most famous movie. No. Jackie. Big uh, Daddy. That's what I was going to say next. Boy. But no, like. Billy you, Madison. You don't re respect the click? Um, I only watched it once because it was so long, but I got the point. He had a clicker. <laughs> that is what happened, but for sure. Um, and it was just a lot. Like I think you should rewatch it actually. Like I think it's like it's the most beautiful movie. Like really? it's gorgeous. Yeah. Okay. I mean, since you are a blended file like yes, I am. I'm a blendophile. <laughs> I will respect your opinions. So what I was thinking was like, he hadn't made a movie in a while. Like I feel like his best work was behind him. And I just never saw Blended because I'm like, okay, dumb, you know, Adam Sandler movie. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. I'm so glad to hear that. And so great to watch on a plane. It was, it's like actually like a long movie. So it was like two hours. The flight was three hours. It was perfect. Like I had dinner while I watched. It was really gorgeous I'm this warms my heart yeah and you know and like I am sort of weary with things you become obsessed with because sometimes you become obsessed with things like just because like you want to not because like you love them so much you know what I mean I hear you can you cite an example well yeah a bad teacher <gasps> stop you can't stop I love Bad Teacher so much. And you know what? It wasn't until I had seen it so many times where I realized how much I loved the movie. Like, when it first came out, I, I wasn't, like, it, I don't think I saw it in theaters, you know? It just, like, grew on me in such a profound way. Can I ask you a question? You made me watch Bad Teacher. Mm -hmm. What did I think about it? What was my review? Did you, I like you, it? You, you were fine with it, but you didn't love it to the degree that I did okay. whatsoever. Okay. Whatsoever. Um, so yes, I did watch Blended. Thank you for bringing that film into my life. I would love to watch it again, like not with shitty headphones on an airplane, like in a proper ex like viewing experience. I'm, I'm just so happy to hear that. Thank yeah. you so much for... That was just so exciting to see you. I saw your story that you tagged me in something. You're like, Jackie's always talking about this movie. I guess I'll watch it. I'm like, what fucking movie am I always talking about that you haven't seen? And it was blended. I was like, shit, yeah. You literally talk about it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. When two celebrities get together and they have kids, I do recommend. That the kids watch. Oh, and Terry Crews was just. Everything of chef's sort. Kiss. That's literally me, like, walking around on people being like, we're blending. Like, just singing. <laughs> like, he was so good and funny. Like, yeah. it was a great movie. <laughs> Fun for the whole family. The whole blended family. Exactly. Okay, well, I have a personal life update, which what? is that I finished Jane Eyre last Oof, night. Thank God. I know. You know what? I, I went to bed last night, and I was at 83%, and I just plowed through. I was like, I got to find out what happens. It got really low for a second, and then the end was really sweet, and overall, like I said on the podcast yesterday, I won't be doing that again. You know what soon. you did? I wish you literally listen to TikToks because you girl bossed a little too close to the sun. <laughs> like you just took it a little too far. <laughs> That's a really funny term. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to think, but I think I may have girl bossed a little too close to the sun. That's so funny. What do people say it about? You know, like when you apply for like a CEO job as like a 17 year old and they write you back, like looking for an interview on that LinkedIn. Is Oh, that's that's such a funny thing. Phrase, yeah. Love to see TikTok being funny. So I've been rare. trying to it's tell you. So rare. I've been trying to tell you. Okay, well, other than that, I think we should get into everything. I did yeah. watch Vanderpump Rules last night, so I'll recap it a little bit at the end because I don't think I don't think you should watch it because it it had 
some highs, Ooh. but some low lows. And just this season is just... It's not it. It's not it. No, and I keep seeing, you know, Tom and Tom just launched a, um, like, a whiskey or something. Okay. Scotch, something like that. And I just feel like they're all kind of flocking now to, like, milk the... I don't think there's going to be more than, like, three seasons left of it. I think they're all just, like, kind of trying to make the most out of what's to come because I do think the end is near. Yeah, it's it's getting rough. So we'll do a quick little recap at the end. But I think without further ado, it is time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by a Peacock original. One of us is lying. Sounds spooky. Five students walk into detention and only four walk out alive. Follow the story based on the number one New York Times bestseller, One of Us is Lying, now a Peacock original. On the first day of school, Yale set Bronwyn, baseball star Cooper, cheerleader Addie, and drug dealing Nate all land themselves in detention with notorious gossip blogger Simon. When one of them doesn't make it out alive, everyone becomes a suspect, each with their, with their own secrets and motives. This juicy teen drama takes unexpected new twists as we find out who's hiding what in this can't miss new series with romance betrayal secrecy and more one of us is lying is the murder mystery of the season so don't miss one of us is lying streaming now only on peacock go to peacocktv.com to get started thank you so much claudia our first story is it's a pleasure is some crazy food news cfn oh bobby flay is out at the food network after 27 years so I like to think we had a little something to do with this. Okay. Reports are saying, People Magazine is reporting via source that Bobby Flay wanted a $100 million contract to stay with the Food Network. And that That's this nuts. split is strictly business. Who does he think he is? Guy Fieri? No, literally. he wa- That's what they're saying. He wanted more than Guy Fieri. What, we reported that Guy Fieri got like the highest contract. $80 million. Got it. And he wanted $100 million to go around and bully people and, and ambush them in their hometown recipes weren't enough <laughs> okay so here's the thing i think i read something i think it was on dumois that yes there's too. like a big thing coming with bobby like i don't okay, think it's no, about yes. the money that there's like a scandal coming well it's a blind item and so you assume right. it's about bobby it's about a big tv chef who, who ambushes people in their hometowns <laughs> and he's like i can make a better chili um he, and i'm like let's make a patreon <laughs> and dumois blind item said that you know there's something big brewing so maybe this source is just doing some damage control and maybe he also did want 100 million dollars but they're like you're not worth 100 million dollars and you're trouble Goodbye. right yeah they smelled the trouble and they're like bobby you've been chopped bobby is cooking up trouble he's constantly stirring the pot so i mean well, there's we so could go on with these <laughs> there are so many other food networks Agreed. that are not the food network and you know streamers and this and that so are there Yes, like Discovery Plus. Okay, so there's Food Network. Yeah, they're all. Oh my god, I watched a lot of Magnolia Table. So I watched so much TV while we were off, and the whole time I was like having a pics. I'm like, I'm not watching anything that's like productive for the show. Like I should be watching Squid Games, you know. But yeah, you should. I couldn't bring myself to do it, so I was just watching like irrelevant stuff. Mm -hmm. But Magnolia Table is so fucking good. She's literally a gem and a half. She's such a queen. Her food looks so delicious. But isn't Food Network Discovery? Is it or is it Scripps? I believe Scripps was bought by Discovery. It's too confusing. No, I'm pretty sure they're all like all the food places are owned by the same and like the cooking channel. Yeah, no, this is making sense. Yeah, so they're all really under one roof. So I don't know where you go after the Food Network if you're going to leave that Discovery Plus bubble. But you know what? I just I do feel like 
it's not his time anymore. Like I've really, I think there are so many amazing personalities that come on Food Network. And I just don't feel like, I feel like Bobby Flay is part of this like older generation of like boring. I just, he doesn't do it for me anymore. Like he's no Guy Fieri. Like Guy Fieri is oozing with personality. Oozing. Literally, It's coming out of every orifice in it's his body. into the food. Literally. In the best way possible. Mm-hmm. And Bobby Flay is just kind of, meh, I'm sorry. A hundred million is so not what he's worth. I don't know. I just feel like his days are are numbered, in my opinion. Like, you got your restaurants. Why don't you just retire? Yeah. Like, well, he I reminds mean, me of that, like, Rachel Ray, Paula Dean era. Like, things have changed on the Food Network. Yeah. That's true. He's been there since 1994. Damn, things have changed. That's the and also, I was like, born. Food content has really changed. Yes. You know? it's Especially, we talk about this a lot on the Food Network. It's much more competitive shows than it is like lifestyle 30 minute meals which was and that's really unfortunate that's unfortunate because i think 30 minute meals and just rachel ray in general 30 minute meals was the best thing to happen to food network it was really like this place for like you know moms making dinner in a hurry like it was just this everything like relatable she was a queen with like her retro kitchen like i don't know the stuff that they're serving us now some of it's good i like the seasonal stuff you know like halloween spooky cake off but i don't know so many competition shows, you know? Yeah, even though I did spend the week watching The Great British Bake Off, and it's so amazing. And by the end, I was I did have a tear in my eye. I did. <gasps> Everything makes me emotional, though, so yeah. it doesn't really mean that much. But it was really beautiful. Well, that's like you are permanently like on a plane. Yes. With your pregnancy. Yes. Because I cried at the end of Blended last night. It was beautiful. Why not? Why, Why not? not shed a tear? Oh, and the other thing about Blended was that um, Joel McHale was like the mean ex-husband. He is literally, I don't think he's, he plays the same person in everything. Like, just like a dick, you know? Yeah, yeah. I would love to see him in a, you know, a more earnest role. Okay. Just to see if he can be, like, any, he's always just like this sarcastic, like, prick. Yeah. He's like who he was on The Soup. Yeah. Whatever happened to The Soup reboot? he does so well. He does. I think COVID happened. Yeah. I think they just lumped it in. With all, yeah. With all the COVID stuff. So we're wishing Bobby the best with, you know, looking forward to where he goes next. I feel like after the Food Network, like you really just retire. You have all these restaurants. Think think of like Emerald. I know, but it's not, it's, it's not stagnant. Like, you need to be on the TV for people to, like, go, you know. Yes, but I think at some point, like, if you're on TV for long enough, like, Emeril is not on TV anymore, and he still has all of his restaurants. Like, Mario Batali. Like, I think that Bobby Flay is probably at that place where he could literally just retire. He has, he has you know, steakhouses in Atlantic City and Vegas. Those are cash machines. Like, just sit down. Go to sleep, you know? Yeah, I mean, and I'm sure if he wanted to stay at the Food Network, according to this article, it just would have taken less money. Yeah. But, it, like... You know, he walked. Maybe Bobby thinks that's not worth his time. Yeah. Bobby he thinks he should be making a hundred million to go ambush poor people in their in their hometowns. Yeah. No. I don't know if he still does that anymore. Well, in this climate, he shouldn't. Yeah. I in, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah, for sure. Because Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are on the cover of GQ just being freaks. Ex- Explaining it all. I am weed. I am weed. Megan Fox says she saw her own soul's reflection in Machine Gun Kelly. The self-proclaimed twin flames didn't... Uh, you I'm not saying anything. network earlier. <laughs> well, then why don't you say anything? Because it's wrong. No, you think that if you stop like correcting me, like I'll stop making fun of you 
And I'm not. So we might as well just like be on it's the same wrong. level. wrong. Okay. The self-proclaimed twin flames didn't hold anything back while speaking to British GQ style for their joint autumn winter 2021 cover shoot. The lovebirds reflected on everything from their early days as a couple to why they make the perfect partners in crime. Well, I thought the photos, before we get into the freakiness of what they said, I thought the photos were really stunning. I think Machine Gun Kelly is really like a great model. You know, he mm-hmm. like changes his hair. He's open to all these different creative things. He's a chameleon. He's a chameleon. I thought the photos were gorgeous. And obviously she like sickening looking yeah the photos were stunning um they met obviously as we know working on the film midnight in the switchgrass following her split from brian austin green who got sent home on dancing with the stars last night so sad. with sharna and matt james um megan said you know this is what my heart was searching for famously like i'm an unusual person i had buried a lot of that because it didn't have a place to live i recognized so much of myself in him and vice versa and that locked up part of me that i had put away so there's sweet yeah there's some sweetness there's also some twin flame energy craziness yeah so i really like these cup this couple i do um it's just to me like and i think that they're so well suited obviously me too it just this level of obsession is just so unsustainable in the long term like where are you gonna be in 20 years yeah i know but like i i also did feel that way about like travis and courtney but they've really simmered down. It's been five fucking minutes. No, no, I know. But like, I figured once they simmered, like it would be over. And I do feel like they're still going hot and heavy, but they're not as annoying, like with all their pictures and stuff. But MGK and Megan like are doing the most still. And I think it's because their relationship is so good for both of their careers. Like I know Travis didn't need it like as much. Courtney doesn't care like what her career. She's like, fine. And Travis is like an icon, you know, but Machine Gun is like still an up and coming artist. Megan has had this like kind of treacherous career where she was like blackballed in Hollywood. So I think that like this relationship is the best thing to ever happen to them. And every time they do something crazy and weird and like it's even better for them. Yeah, I agree. I just hope that, you know, they're not, you know, I think it's all very authentic. I, so I don't worry. But, you know, if it is so good for them and then that starts to put pressure on to, like, to keep it up. But I think I think they're very well suited. They're clearly twin flames. I don't think anyone could really dispute that. Yeah. So I just I wish them a lifetime of love. Like I want to see them together till they're old and gray. Me too. And like, I don't know. I just feel like they're a blended family. He has a daughter oh. and she has kids with Brian Austin Green. And so maybe they watch Blended and that's why it's all so successful. I mean, I did read that on Dumois, so. <laughs> also, Travis and Courtney are a Blended family. Yeah, and they're like a real Blended family. A hundred percent. Somebody had DM'd me, basically, because yesterday we were kind of just taking stabs in the dark as to why Courtney like, wasn't in New York for SNL and like didn't really appear to be that supportive. It was one of Travis's kids' birthday parties. Yeah, I said that on the show. Oh, you did? Oh, I yeah. thought someone sent that to me in a DM. Yeah. So that now that I've seen Blended, I do know how important that is. It's so important. I never expected her to be in New York. Um, but, like you know, everybody was. was like writing such nice captions. It was just an interesting thing, but I don't think she's a long caption sort of girl. Me neither. I don't think she's like a feely emotion kind of girl. Yeah, like especially not for just like an SNL performance, you yeah. know? She's her own person yeah. I actually really respect that not everyone can open a vein just at the drop of a hat are you talking about yourself I'm, yeah I'm speaking for those of us who don't just give it all up I feel that yeah that's you me. know and I'm speaking for all of us who literally meet someone for five minutes and like show them our vaginas like except like when you write someone like a birthday caption you write HBD and like other people write them for you and they're much more 
Okay, so off. are you talking about captions? Because like I just like cannot. I'm more of a speaker than a writer. Like birthday cards, birthday captions. Like my hand hurts. Like I don't really feel like comfortable. I speak from the heart for real. Well, in Courtney's situation, since I don't know if maybe she like called Kim and said something, I'm just really talking about captions. You know, actually, you're right. Then I don't uh, not, and it's not because I don't feel like I know what I feel. I just don't want to write it. Like I'm too lazy. Maybe that's how Courtney felt. Is that's what possible. I'm saying. Yeah, and there's nothing nefarious going on. Well, thank God for that. Yeah, you hate to see it be nefarious. You hate. Okay, our next story, a little exciting music news. Adele reveals the release date for her new album, 30, details the album's blistering truths. So as predicted by one Miss Claudia. Okay, I can't really take credit for it. Like I saw people saying it online. Okay, but then I told it to Margo and she was like, how do you know that? And I was like, from Claudia? No, I have like and kind of. And she's online too. I have kind of turned into this like crystal ball healing like psychic like I just found something out and you know what's so sad it's like okay so somebody just posted something in our Facebook group they were listening to a really old episode of ours basically like back in the day like 2018 2019 when we, we did like a couple live shows we would record the audio and put it on our Patreon for our subscribers and so someone was just like feeling bored and went back to listen to this random live show we did in Nashville where we're talking about like Chris Harrison, how like if he just could end The Bachelorette, he would be doing us all a favor. Like we're so over this show. And then we were talking about like, well, what happens after Chris Harrison? And I'm literally sitting on the stage screaming Jesse Palmer, like Jesse Palmer, Jesse Palmer, 2018. So obviously I am a crystal ball healer, but I make these amazing calls and then I don't remember them. So like, what's the point in being able to predict the future if you can't remember your prediction? But you know what? Maybe it's for the best because like to have to travel with all of that information, it would clog up your internal hard drive. That's very true. You know, you just, you, you set it and forget it. So I did say that Taylor was moving her release of Red up from November 19th to November 12th because of the impending Adele album. We didn't know if it was going to be true until we knew when Adele was releasing her album. This morning she announced it's November 19th and it's called 30 and she looks absolutely gorgeous, beautiful, stunning, and smart. Side profile on the cover album, album cover. It's everything. Her first single drops on Friday. So excited. Called Easy On Me. I'm so excited. I'm excited for this era. This is the kind of music I'm just like needing in my life right yeah. now. And um, we deserve this. I know we touched on it yesterday on the podcast episode, but I also just feel like the point that we made about her being so consistent with her music, so reliable, like even with her album cover, her aesthetic, it's just the same. And it's just so nice. I love when artists reinvent themselves. I really do. Like literally the Grammys announced, I think yesterday, that Casey Musgrave's Starcross is now eligible for uh, pop pop album, not country. Like I... For the most part, like when people reinvent themselves, not always. But there's also just something so nice about being a consistent queen. Yeah, and we're so used to these pop queens. Like for every album, there's a whole new persona. Mm -hmm. And it's like the Instagram gets wiped clean. Everything I did before is trash. That's not me. I don't know her. Yeah. And here I am. These are my new favorite colors. And it's like, what about just incorporating all those things that came before into what's next? And it's just nice to see this sort of like growth from Adele that like we all experience in our actual lives. Totally. Like from breakups, marriage, divorce, baby. Like yeah. it's really like this beautiful cacophony of emotions. Yeah. It just doesn't have to be like, oh, the old me is dead. dead. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel that a hundred percent. And so I, when I saw her album cover that she released, I'm like, oh, there's our consistent queen yet again, being consistent yet again. So that's really exciting. November 19th, set your calendars. Um, oh, and then also speaking of Taylor Swift, I'm not sure where it came from, 
but some like country music blog last night leaked a demo of Taylor Swift's recording of Better Man. Now, I'm not sure if it's the recording she make, maybe was going to put it on red the first time or because she's now putting it on the second time. That's what I was playing before we started the show. Got it. it was absolutely gorgeous. Like, not what I expected. Gorgeous harmonies. And, like, I just, I don't want to encourage people to go listen to a leak, but it is on TikTok if you want to go listen to it. So, okay, I wish I knew what I was listening to and I listened to it, but I feel like if I had to guess what it is, I feel like it's what she sent to... Little Big Town. Right, being like, I wrote the song, you want it? Yeah, like... I don't know if it's the one that's going to end up on... Yeah, I think it was, like, the demo. Whatever it is, I loved it. Like, and Who I, sings it, Little Big Town? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I have to say? I'm very hard on Little Big Town, mostly because that little blonde one just... I don't know, she <laughs> she bothers me. Like, I can't explain it. Um, <laughs> but what they did with that song is so gorgeous. Like, it's really something to behold. Yeah. So, for that... There's one point for Little Big Town, one point for me. Okay. We're even. Yeah. Next up, some... I, just don't, I, I can't... I'm sorry. Continue. Next, I'm just going to go on. Yeah, it's fine. Just go. Next no, up... No, 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 I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Damn it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Next up, some exciting space news. William Shatner is going to space. Actually, I think he's there right now um, on a Blue Origin space flight with Jeff Bezos. So his historic flight will make him the oldest person ever to go to space. This comes nearly three months after Bezos and his brother Mark and two other passengers flew on the company's first space flight with humans on board. So wait, this is Jeff Bezos's one? Jeff Bezos is doing another space. Because um, I saw on Twitter this morning, like NASA tweeted out a picture of him and Elon Musk responded. So I thought maybe it was like Elon's thing. No, this is a Bezos endeavor. And now William Shatner's the oldest person to go to space. But I thought Jeff Bezos' other thing was, like, he brought the oldest and the youngest people to space. And now he's, like, has to outdo himself already three months later. They're just going to, like, keep going until they're like, we got the first redhead with blue eyes who took a dump in the third grade. Like, <laughs> yeah. they're just, like. No, it's beyond dumb. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. But um, I do love William Shatner. His yeah. work in Miss Congeniality, one, two, three, four, five, six, and seven, is some of the greatest, I think, out there. Chef's kiss. He was really something. So. And his work in the Priceline commercials. I hope he's bringing that energy to space. Me too. I think, you know, the aliens will love him. Do you think it was hard growing up with the last name Shatner? I mean, he made the most of it. Yeah. He did. He's just a megastar. He's in space. And, and, where, in and space. where are his classmates? Not in space. Not in space. Ale and that's just Until, you know, then Richard Branson's going to come out and be like, well, I brought William Shatner's third classmate to space first. <laughs> I brought William Shatner's bully. Literally. Yeah. So that's what's going on in the space news. It's getting a little stupid. It um, is. But, you know, they think it's cool. You know, and it's definitely cool. And someone's having fun with it. Yeah, as long as someone's having fun. Yeah, but it seems a little unnecessary. But anyways, happy for William Shatner. And happy for William Shatner. Um, the happiness that we have for him <laughs> is brought to you by Pros. Pros specializes in custom hair care, and now they also make custom hair supplements that are personally tailored to address your specific cause of shedding. Because, you know, postpartum hair loss, tracks is like a huge thing. I know. And Pros is here for you. They take into account things like hormonal changes, stress levels, diet, and more. Their results are customized supplements guaranteed to help you grow thicker, longer, softer hair in record time. They're made with clean, safe, and natural ingredients. Pros hair supplements are just two capsules a day daily. 
The first capsule will strengthen and rebalance the scalp. It'll reduce shedding. And then the second capsule helps to spark fuller, faster hair growth in the follicle. They're free from drugs, synthetic fillers, and DHT hormones. All of their supplement formulas are gluten-free, dairy-free, nut-free, vegan, and cruelty-free. Try your own custom hair supplement and you'll get 15% off. That's uh, pros.com slash toast, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash toast for your free in-depth hair consultation and then 15% off the custom hair supplements. If you're suffering from postpartum hair loss, any type of hair loss, get a supplement. It's like your hair must, it's like an organ. It needs to be taken care of. Thank you, Claudia. It's a pleasure. Fifth and final story is technically. Okay, wait. Okay. Yesterday we opened up a can of worms. Uh, Do you like the triangles or not? I would say a lot of the feedback that I got is they like it, but we specifically may sing too loud and it like busts out their ears. So I'm going to be, take my constructive. Stripped down version. Okay. And I'm going to move my mic away a little bit. Ready? And yeah, and keep the triangles just like at a distance. It's, it's the, the final story. Next story about Demi Lovato starting drama with aliens. Y'all, I think that was beautiful and you know what and that's where it's like asmr that's where the constructiveness comes in with the criticism because i think that made us better we were gorgeous you guys will let us know what you thought and now we're gonna do the rest of the show in a whisper in a whisper so what's up um and you know what i love about the triangles if i may what other shows you know they have actually they actually have like music intros and and like segues in between segments whatever and they just like hit a button and the music plays and we do that shit live and I think that sets us apart. I think I've never agreed with anything you've ever said more. You know, like we are just. We're live performers. Live show. It's Morning Toast Live Show. It's Morning Toast Live. Live show. It's 30 Rock Live Show. It's Morning Toast Live. Oh, do's freaking Do out. Is freaking. <laughs> like, how many do's can do, you do? do? Honestly, that was just a good reminder to rewatch 30 Rock. Zach's rewatching it now. Ooh. And so sometimes I'll like get a, a glimpse of it while I'm making a snack. And it's a pleasure. It's literally the best show on it's TV. It's hysterical. Yeah. Okay, our fifth and final story. Demi Lovato believes we should stop using the offensive term aliens to describe extraterrestrials. Demi Lovato thinks that referring to extraterrestrial beings as aliens is offensive, according to a new interview. Flogging their new Peacock special, Unidentified, in which the Disney alum seeks to uncover the truth about the UFO phenomena, alongside sister Dallas Lovato and best friend Matthew Scott Montgomery. Lovato explained to Australian TV outlet Pedestrian TV last week that, quote, I think that we have to stop calling them aliens because aliens is a derogatory term for anything. That's why I like to call them ETs. So yeah, that's a little tidbit, a little information that I learned. Now I just want to share. According to the online etymology dictionary, Alien comes from the old French alien and the Latin alienus, both meaning strange or foreign. It adds that the meaning, quote, residing in a country not of one's birth dates to the mid-15th century, while the meaning wholly different in nature is from the 1670s and the usage not of this earth was first recorded in 1920. I just feel like Demi is very confused because, first of all, I think she's just, I think they're just getting conflated because 
when you used to call someone an illegal alien, like that is not PC anymore. That's like a derogatory term for mm -hmm. someone who's undocumented. We're not talking about aliens like from Mars. Like I, this is giving me very much shark attack energy. Yeah. And I have one thing to say, alien. <laughs> shark attack. Like, first of all, we don't even, okay, so this is such a dumb conversation for a multitude like, of reasons. Alien is a, is a word, it's a term. It's in the dictionary. It's, like, and its definition is, you know, not, not from Earth. Not of this Earth. So let's just, let's just unpack because, first of all, there's so many things that are stupid about this. One, we don't even know if aliens exist. So let's say what? There's like a 50-50 chance that aliens exist. So we're like worried that we might offend something that doesn't even exist, which is like a whole level of like sensitivity culture like I can't even get into. Like we don't even know if... It, and then let's say they do exist. Do they have feelings? Yeah, I'm sure that they do. Do you think aliens exist? I, you know, I think it's very self-centered to think that of all the galaxy and all yeah. the world that we're the only beings right. to exist. All this stuff with like UFOs and all this recent activity. I did watch that documentary that Ben made us watch. Mm -hmm. And I've been listening to a bit of Joe Rogan and he's very into is he? unidentified foreign objects. Yes, he is. So I, I'm open, you know, I'm open to believing, though it's not something I feel very strongly about. Well, but I it would make sense that like there's aliens. Oh, for sure. Like, there's definitely something, you know? I don't know if they're, like, organized and, like, coming for us, but there's something. Yeah. I don't know how often they have come to Earth, and but they're aliens. I think, I think we could agree on that. So, back to Demi. I feel like there's, like, I don't know what's going on with Demi as it pertains to their career. Because Demi recently signed with Scooter Braun, and I was like, you know what? Scooter Braun makes stars, and... Demi was going through, like, a weird thing with the frozen yogurt. And, like, she was just, like, not very beloved on the internet. And I just feel like I don't understand, like, what Demi's doing. Like, with the music. And, like, that last album was seriously, like, offensive to the music industry. Like, it was really atrocious. She I was, didn't listen. It was atrocious. And, like, I don't want the Demi fans to come for me. I just don't. And then she, like, Demi did, like, this award show. Not award show. Like, talk show on Roku. Like, I don't understand what's going on and with they have his career. They have a podcast now oh, called do. 4D. So she's they are really entering into the, you know more of a personality. Personality, and I think what people are saying is we don't like your personality. Ooh, that's rough. Yeah, you know what I mean? No, totally. A lot of the times that Demi has spoken about stuff, there's so much to unpack. No, and there's so much backlash along the lines of this. Like this is ridiculous. Okay, so most recently, like. So Demi did an interview with Hoda talking about how uh, I think Demi's sister is pregnant. And now that Demi is non-binary and she goes by they, them pronouns, like Demi doesn't know what her nieces and nephews should call them, like, and her uncle. So this clip went viral on TikTok of Demi being like, I think we've landed on uncle. Because, <laughs> like, it just sounds like. It's a combo? Yeah, like. Ankle. A no, she said ankle. 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 She said ankle. Ankle. So it's just like every time Demi does something, there's so much blowback. Yeah. Because they're kind of cringe. Like everything that comes out of their mouth is just like, what? Yeah. And so I think Demi really thinks that they're doing something most of the time. Yes. And then everyone has to let Demi know, no, you're not. No, and I think Demi's intentions like are in the right place. Like I don't think Demi's a bad person. I just think she's like kind of weird. 
and and like sorry they're like kind of weird and i don't know like where we are gonna go from here like she's had they've had such an interesting year maybe two years from the froyo thing it's kind of been like a fall from grace yes i agree so what now i don't know well they have this new show unidentified what's it on peacock it's a special sorry yeah so i feel like they're doing just way less music stuff yeah i don't know anyways there's only one thing to say alien alien i'm so glad you brought that up <sighs> okay now it is time for a little you want to tell me about a Vanderpump little TV yeah. recap vanderpump rules so last night was rochella mm-hmm James proposed to Raquel, and I'm mm-hmm. going to start with the good news okay. because James and Raquel, I ship so really? vehemently hard. Wow. So the episode was actually really beautiful because they had a really nice moment, I felt. So Raquel, they were playing like Jenga where you pull out and like there's a dare on it, which was just like so cringe. I literally felt like I was watching, I don't even know what it felt like. They were just all sitting around doing it. I, I can't even explain it. Silliness. It was. It was it was so, so dumb. It was like, wait, guys, come here. We have to film something. Anyways, Raquel pulled out the Jenga make a toast. And she really, she froze because you know that she's so shy. Quiet, yeah. And she pulled something out, which was like totally fine. And then later in the night, they were about to take shots. And someone's like, Raquel, make a toast again. And like, she really couldn't get something out. It's giving Hannah Brown, remember? I know. But then, so then she was like to James, can we just like go outside for a second? And she really like broke down talking about how she's so shy and she's always trying to put herself out of her comfort zone. And then she's around like people like Lala, Lala. who are so confident and it just makes her feel even more insecure. And then like lot people like Lala like put her down. Yeah. No, but she wasn't even saying like that. Like she just really wants to be able to, you know, have her brain and her mouth connect Match better, up. but she just, she can't do That's it. So and sad. it's been like that her whole life. And she was like, aren't you embarrassed of me? Like, and James was just such a great I was literally like I had goosebumps he was every response like he was such a great partner Mm -hmm. and I think they're just so well suited for each other like you know they're they are who they are Mm -hmm. you know maybe they're not for everyone but there's a lid for every pot and I really believe that these two are that for each other that's so cute because James is like an extreme extrovert yeah and she's extremely introverted and I think that they both admire in each other those qualities like the the extremeness and because they're so different and so he proposed to her and like I just it was the perfect episode to explain why they should be get engaged because I have I really had no doubts they're just as ready to be engaged as any other couple I've seen on tv and it was really so lovely it was moving and I I Dan Raquel I really do she's been on such a journey she's such a sweet person she's so stunning and I just like I just want her to know like you're not embarrassing at all. That's you know? so sweet. A lot of people freeze when they have to give yeah. a toast, and a lot of people give a good toast, but like they're hiding that they have a massive fucking pit. Oh about yeah, it. yeah. So that was the good news. The rest of the episode was just the bad news. First of all, Tom Sandoval is single-handedly ruining the show. And he has been for years. Like, even when the show was good, he was always the worst part of it. I wonder now, if I went back and watched the first seasons, if I would loathe him as much as I do now, or if he's just gotten worse and his head has gotten too big. It's it's the latter. Like, he was definitely not, like, everyone's favorite person in the beginning, but he wasn't, like, a bad... Like, he was just, like, someone... Like, not your favorite character. But now he's, like actively chipping away at the good parts of the show and they're like building the show around him his commentary he constantly thinks he's doing something yeah and he's doing absolutely nothing and like they had this pickleball 
tournament, which was really cute. And he, like, was all, you know, dressed up and, like, distracted. Like, everything has to be a theme with Tom. Like, it's No, and just he's just trying so hard to go viral. Fucking like, so corny. Mm-hmm. I can't. And he was, like, blowing a whistle the whole time. He's like, my tactic is distraction. And <laughs> Katie Maloney, who's, I'm loving on the show. But, I know. Like, it's just her presence. Because she so- hates him. Her presence is so funny because, like, she hates everything. Like, she hates all of this. Yet she's staying in a house in Palm Beach with, in Palm with Beach with Charlie. Like, yeah. make it make sense. No, totally. Anyway, so she, but she participates because she has to. And she was like, this tournament was a random draw. And I randomly chose the most annoying player of all time, Tom Sandoval. Like, LOL. He's, like, blowing his whistle every time she serves because that's his strategy. It was just painful. No, I really do like Katie, too. Um, I, yeah, and I'm just really liking this energy she's giving us this season because she's, like, giving us nothing. Yeah, because she, like, hates, she's, like, I, she knows she has to be a part of the show. She, I'm sure she doesn't want to, like, all of her best friends aren't on it anymore, but she has a restaurant. She's, like, still very much tied to this group of yeah. people, and she's, like, this is moronic. This is moronic, but, like, she's representing all of us who feel like this is moronic. She represents, like, the generation of people who, like, know what Vanderpump Rules used to be, and now she's playing pickleball, being like, this is so fucking stupid, everyone thinks they're funny, and it's not. Yeah, but you know I love pickleball. I know. And so it was nice, and it was Randall who set it up because he loves pickleball. I think oh. they, it looks like they had a pickleball court in their house. Um, and Randall, spoiler alert, won the tournament because obviously he spoiler. fucking plays every night in this house. <laughs> no one else has heard of it before. That's funny. Um, so the tournament was fine. There was some drama between Sheena Brock and Sheena's mom, who is their nurse and nanny, and Sheena pays her. And it's giving very much Candace and Chris. It, it yeah, it but it was a really interesting dynamic because like Brock, you know, he w- left an hour early to practice for pickleball because he's an athlete he's never played before. Did they bring their kid to Palm Springs? Yes. And, and, and so Summer and Ocean met later in the episode, which was a, a very telling scene. But so yes, the mom is there, but it's also the mom's birthday. So anyways, um. Brock left the house like um, an hour early to practice for pickleball, which I actually thought was like kind of cute. Like he's taking it seriously, yeah. whatever. And everyone was like upset with him. You know, he went to sleep earlier than Sheena and he woke up later and he went to play pickleball. Well, if they're paying a nurse, that's Right, and luxury. that's what he's like saying. And, but Sheena, it's like, you know, it's not just, it's, it's she, her mom. She feels bad asking for, you know, any, so it all falls on Sheena. And it's just a very, very odd dynamic. And Sheena's in the middle, and it's like, it's not good. It's No, that's stressful. actually like a terrible... If your mom's going to be your nurse, that's lovely. But to pay your mom is kind of weird. Yeah. So it's just stressful yeah. over there. And then they had a double date with Randall and Lala. They went over the to their met. house. And the babies met. And Brock shared, you know, more about himself, which is that he was married before. And he has two kids. And he hasn't seen them in four years. And they don't talk. And they, um, like, the kids have, like, a new stepdad now. And they all live in Australia. And, like, when Lala and Randall heard that they hadn't spoken in four years, like, (laughs) Randall's face. (laughs) And they were shocked. Why? Did he say why? So, apparently, Sheena said on Watch What Happens Live, like, we'll find out more throughout the season. They always say that. I just, it's really crazy. And he has a daughter whose name is Winter. And then Sheena's daughter's name is You're Summer. You're lying. And then, but Sheena said it was always something she wanted to name her daughter, which I believe because I could see I Sheena. I thought it was Madison Parks. Apparently that was Rob's name. Yeah. But also I could see Sheena being obsessed with the OC and being like, I want to name my daughter Summer. Summer Roberts, yeah. So that I believe, but then Lala was like, imagine you have a kid with someone. She was like, she was like imagine... You know, in a few Imagine years. you're, no, you're no. Winter and you hear that your deadbeat dad had a baby with someone and named the kid 
Like my name is June, and they named the kid August. That's so. Lala was like, if Randall went off and had a baby with someone and called her Lake, like right, I, that would crush me. Yeah. So it was just, it was really shocking. I think that's going to be like an interesting uh, storyline. And other than, than Rochella happened, oh, the only other thing that was so weird was Tom Sandoval was making this whole Rochella thing like as if it was his proposal Event. and because he like is so extra and I guess that's his thing but it, he was writing all the checks to all the vendors he like paid for everything at Rochella what like the food trucks and the acrobats and ever and the fireworks how do you know that because they showed it they like the vendors he, said how much and he and he was like uh he's like yeah I'm paying for you know stuff for my friend's engagement even though I'm bar like putting my house up for uh collateral he's like because you could always borrow more money what I, I was it was very confusing it was so what? weird. It was so weird. Like, I think maybe people think it was, like, a nice thing to do for your friend. But to, like, it was probably around at least $7,000. And it looked like he was paying for it. And that is just so weird. No, that makes literally no sense. None whatsoever. He really, like, was doing too way too much yeah. with this thing. But that's his thing. He's extra. No. No, no, no. So the Real Hostess of Beverly Hills reunion starts tonight, and I just cannot fucking wait. I can't wait, but it's also just no. Part it's, one. It's part one. It's going to be, you know, not much. No. But the show's not over because we have Dear Toasters, which I'm really excited about. Again, an abridged version because I'm a woman of compromise. Um, and it's brought to you by Zip Recruiter. You know, there are some things in life that I like to pick out myself, so I know I've got the one that's best for me, like cuts of steak, mattresses, bottles of wine. So what if you could do the same for hiring? You choose your ideal candidate before they even apply. That's where Zip Recruiter has invite to apply. It gives you, as the hiring manager, the power to pick your favorites from top candidates. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash toast how does invite to apply a work work well when you post a job on ZipRecruiter, they send you the most qualified people for your job then you can easily review the candidates and invite your top choices to apply for your job it's actually a fabulous um way to go about the standard kind of traditional antiquated way of applying for a job ZipRecruiter's internal data shows that jobs where employers had used ZipRecruiter's invite to apply get on average two and a half times more candidates, which helps make it faster for the hiring process. So see for yourself, just go to this exclusive address, ziprecruiter.com slash T-O-A-S-T to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ziprecruiter.com slash toast. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Thank you, Claudia. What'd you say? I said, thank you. Oh, they said cute, Claudia. I'm like, Thanks. <laughs> All right. Dear Toasters, our advice segment. If you ever want to write in, it's deartoasters at gmail.com. And we'll take issues, you know, that you're dealing with. Anything. We don't judge. Sometimes we do, but we try not to. All right. First off, hey, guys. Love you so much. Congrats, Jackie, on the new bebe. Thank you. Let's get into it. My boyfriend and I have been dating for four years. We live together and we just got a puppy. The issue is my boyfriend's mom. She's a very nice woman, but it's definitely a little odd. I'll explain. My boyfriend is one of three boys, so I understand this is partly not her fault, but her wardrobe choices are awful. It's to the point where I have friends and coworkers saying things to me. Last week, I had a coworker come up to me saying she saw my boyfriend's mom shopping at the junior section at Target. I was horrified. And then the next day, I saw the top she had clearly picked out, which was clearly meant for a junior. She's always wearing really tight, short, small things that I would never even, that I wouldn't even wear because I'm half her age. I've never said anything to my boyfriend before because I don't want to seem judgy. And like I said, she's a sweet woman, so I just bite my tongue. But here's where I'm having trouble. We were going to a college football game, and she sent me a picture of the dress she's wearing to it. And let me just say... I would have maybe worn it to my eighth grade semi-formal. What do I do? Just let it go? Her fashion choices seem to have gotten so much worse over the years, and I have nightmares about what she'll wear to my future wedding. I need some advice. Love a conflicted toaster. 
So I'm struggling because 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 you're a toaster, and, and I don't want to say something mean, but you're being, being so, so mean. mean. You're being really bitchy. I think like okay, the the concern about what she'll wear to your wedding one day. You cross that bridge when you get oh there, and who cares? No, like. like uh, if it's your wedding, you can say what this woman can and can't wear. Sure, but, but like, in her daily life, I think you got to leave her alone. Totally. I. Why are your coworkers like staking out where she shops? Why do your coworkers even know like who she is? It's really mean. I'm not here for this. Let the woman's happy. It doesn't bother your boyfriend. He's never been like, I wish my mom would wear longer shirts. Right. I just I'm. I'm afraid um, this one's on you. Yeah, let it go. Let like, it go. Let everyone be who they are. Yeah. And you know what? It's cheaper to shop in the junior section, so. Yeah. It is what it is. And she likes her dress. Like, and even for, like, when you guys get married, everyone's looking at you. Let her be herself in her dress. No, but, like, if this girl was writing in being, like, my, you know, my mother-in-law, future mother-in-law, always dresses kind of weird. I never really cared. But, like, for my wedding, I kind of want her to look just like more conservative. I would think that you had somewhat of a leg to stand on. Like it's your wedding. You can decide what people wear. Sure, Like you can give them colors and, and some guidance, feedback, guidance. Yeah. But, but this for everyday life is just mean, but I just can't relate to why you would care so much. Like Me let too. people be themselves. Yeah, I agree. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Like Maybe you I just know needed to hear it from someone else. I, I, and I'm sure that's not what you wanted to hear, but that just like did not, that didn't sit right. All right. This is our second and final one. Good morning, Jackie and Claudia. I'm hoping you can give this day one toaster. Ooh, there's a bug. Sorry. Um, this day one toaster, some girly girl advice. Uh, mm. Love giving girly girl advice. There's no better sort of advice. Two of my good friends are dating each other and they just moved in together this summer. Their names are Chuck and Blair. Blair and Chuck have never had any relationship hiccups and pretty much are annoyingly obsessed with each other. Blair recently found sexting messages between Chuck, Chuck and another girl. The girl sent multiple nudies and he was saying things like what he wants to do to her in bed, et cetera, et cetera. This went on for weeks. Blair since confronted Chuck and he said all the typical things that you say when you get caught, how he didn't mean it, and he's sorry. Within days, Blair is forgiving Chuck and is cracking jokes about it and acting like he's the almighty chosen savior again. I'm one of the only friends she's confided in and I've told her my opinions that cheating is cheating, but I'd support her in whatever she decides to do. But it's bugging me how she's so forgiving of this terrible thing she would have never known about without snooping. Was he going to continue this or have it form into a physical affair? How do I go about this and act like everything is peaches and cream? Is sexting cheating in your opinions? Obviously, I love them no matter what and it's not my relationship to get involved in and I don't know what I'd personally do in this position but what the fuck XOXO gossip girly girl <laughs> that's funny uh, this is like really disturbing I do think that sexting is and another individual is cheating because it's emotional cheating they just hadn't gotten the chance to get physical yet or maybe they had and you just it's still cheating it was unsnoopable even if they didn't ever no, that's fuck. that's so cheating um, I think you know you give her your advice you definitely need would I would you know advise caution for her but she's gonna have to figure this out on her own I mean I'm that's sure exactly what I was gonna she's say like wants to be optimistic and believe that all's well I'm also sure that maybe she's putting on a braver face because it's hurting her more right, than like she the joking would, about than it she cares to let on but, but it's not good and Chuck and Blair probably you know aren't gonna end up together 
But sometimes people just have to learn things for themselves. Yeah. Like even if your friends can see it so clearly, the best lessons are learned the hard way. And so it's if true. she wants to like be, you know, innocent about it and she'll get her heart broken again, maybe then she'll learn. If not, it maybe it'll take five or six more times. Some people, you can see it so clearly because you're not involved in it. But sometimes people just have to learn things the hard way. And you can tell her your opinion and she probably won't listen. And then in five years, she'll be like, oh, I should have listened to my great friend who's a toaster. Right. And so I would just, you know, be a friend to her. And if she asks your advice, definitely give her the truth. But she's going to have to go through this on her own, which I is agree. unfortunate. Yeah. Damn. But you sound like a great person. Yeah, for sure. What's new with you? Literally. How are you feeling? Um, so those were the Dear Toasters. The Dear Toasters email is deartoasters at gmail.com. And I just want to remind you, if you've ever written in and we've given you fabulous, sage, wise advice, um, and you either took it or didn't take it, we would love to know how things turned out for you. Last week, we got literally the happiest ending of all time about the girl who found adult diapers in her husband's closet and it was literally like the best thing I ever read so dear toasters at gmail for new submissions and for updates we would love to hear from you we would love to hear from you the only other thing that I want to share before we wrap is some of the other stuff that I was watching sure I started this new show made on, oh it's on my list on Netflix it's starring Margaret Qualley mm -hmm. and her mom I know Andy McDowell they're playing mother and daughter in the show and they're both amazing actresses so it's really good that's really cute I'm only three or four episodes in and it's a really good show, and the acting is, is really good. It's just, you know, it's pit-inducing. Mm. So, um, but Is I mean, one of them a maid or something? So she's, uh, yes, she's working as a maid. Okay. It's really about Margaret. Got it, okay. It's her story. You know, Margaret's, like, so famous, like, you know, just as, like, being a Hollywood socialite and, like, a Hollywood nepotism queen. Um, but I've never seen her in, in, in anything, so I'm actually looking forward to, like, watching her act. She's a great actress, and I feel like I saw her as an actress before like the nepotism queen stuff. So I really don't associate, like I think she's really earned her, these roles. No, I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I would say earned, but I'm sure she's good. No, no. She's like a serious actress. She was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, was she? Yeah. She's See, a serious I, I don't, like, I don't know anything about her. She's a serious actress. Except like she dated Shia LaBeouf and Pete Davidson. Mm -hmm. And her mom is obviously the queen from my favorite movie ever, Beauty Shop. Yes. That's Andy McDowell, in my opinion's best work. It's really good, but you haven't seen Beach House with her and no, Leighton Meester playing a mother-daughter duo. Ooh. It's beautiful. It's a Hallmark film. Is it? Um, okay, what else? is that all you watched? Um, I'm sure I watched some other stuff that just doesn't... I'm going to watch Made, so like we can recap it as we move on. Okay, cool. And then, um, yeah, I think that's it. I'm so excited to start a new book. I new Sophie Kinsella book is out. It's the perfect palate cleanser. It is. After, after, what, I've, after what I've been through. Yeah. Um... So I think that's all she wrote now. Now I feel good about that. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts and where podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us the Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. If you made it to the end of this episode, congratulations. You are a true toaster. You are you are a part of the Society Season 2. And to let us know how far you've come in this episode, go to our most recent Instagram and drop an emoji of the little ticket to honor the tickets for my tour going on sale. It's like that little red one. It says, like, admit one. You know, tickets, it's cool. Tickets, tickets, tickets. I would tickets, recommend tickets. three. Drop three of them. Tickets, tickets, tickets. Tickets, tickets, tickets. Love you guys. Have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye.